Hey, what's up, you guys? Yes. Back at it again with another podcast. podcast. I'm Dion. And I'm Michaela. And this is Much Love. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Much Love. I hope that you enjoyed the two part conversation that Dion and I had about religion and spirituality for the past couple weeks. But this week, we are returning back to the solo episode. So it'll be just me Michaela for this week well Camille's in the room with me but she refuses to say hello come say hi you see Joey is always with Dion when she records her solo episodes and it took him a while to build up the courage to say hello and one of these days I am sure that Camille will have the courage to say hello but until that day comes it'll just be me and today um here let me let me give you a little backstory before i start telling you what today's episode is actually about so being back in school in person has really forced me to be around people whether i like it or not i'm always around people like i have a roommate you know so it's really hard to find alone time not that i don't i like love being with camille (laughs) don't get me wrong i love being with camille and honestly she's one of those people that i don't mind being around regardless you know what i mean i feel like there are some people that i'm around and no matter how much i love them being with them i like i can't recharge myself so i'm really grateful that i have a roommate that i don't know that i can feel comfortable around the first couple years that i was in college it was hard like i wasn't very lucky with my roommate selections so i feel like this last year in college i got really lucky to have a roommate that i can feel like comfortable around and i can like relax around but anyways back to back to my precursor story so because i'm around people all the time throughout the day i need my alone time to kind of de-stress and one thing that i like to do to help me de-stress from the tensions of my day-to-day i have this like wind down routine that i do in the comfort of my own room and it's like i make sure to eat dinner while i'm watching a movie or a show or i listen to music while i journal i like to read a few pages of the book that i'm currently reading and i make sure that i have enough time to do like my nighttime stretches and to reflect on my own day all of these activities are a part of this wind down routine that i have for my and I like to do this daily this time to myself I hold sacred like I really really value it but I didn't realize this until recently because like a few weeks ago I wasn't able to have this wind down routine because I was so busy with other people and I didn't really create this time and space for myself at first i thought oh it's just a few times i should be okay i'm gonna regret not spending time with these other people later down the line so i'm gonna sacrifice my alone time to spend it with others right now i didn't realize the physical and mental effect that this would have on me until i noticed that i was in a constant bad mood and there it felt like there was like nothing that could make me feel better my tolerance for people generally is already it's already pretty low to be honest but i didn't want to be around anyone at all and to make it even worse like my mental health was like plummeting and i was doubting my self-worth and i had irrational fears suddenly surfacing out of the blue and i saw myself pushing everyone away 
And it's not like I wanted to. Of, of course, like I didn't want to push like the people closest to me away. But because of the because of like how shitty I was feeling, I think involuntarily I was doing that. And because I hadn't created the space for myself to be alone before, my body was telling me I needed time alone. But now it was in a way that wasn't necessarily healthy or positive at all. And this really emphasized the importance of my alone time. And it made me think about you know, our social batteries, and I feel like it's something that I should talk about on here, on the podcast. My social battery is something that I didn't used to give a lot of attention to. I'd say that it wasn't until, you know, the past year or less that I really started paying attention because there were very noticeable effects that it had on me, and I also think that, you know, others around me noticed too. Firstly, you know, what is a social battery? The way how I like to view it is that it's this amount of energy you have to socialize with people. And I think that, you know, the capacity of your social battery, I think it varies from person to person. Like some people have a really high capacity to interact with people and some people have a social battery that runs out really quickly. You know, to each their own, there's nothing wrong with either. I'm one of the people where, you know, the social battery runs out kind of fast. Mind you, I didn't know this until recently. You know, before I would go out every chance that I could get. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure if it was because of FOMO, though. I think that there were other things that I didn't want to think about and unpack. That instead of doing that, I just went out and kept my mind busy with other people. And you know, this is not a healthy way to deal with things, um, because eventually I did have to sit alone with my thoughts and unpack them. And I am a firm believer that it's better to face your trauma and your thoughts head on when you're ready because the longer that you suppress it, the longer you prolong your healing. And those things always, emphasizing, always have a way of resurfacing whether you like it or not. Anyway, that is for another episode. But yeah, I used to go out a lot and surround myself with many different people even when I didn't necessarily enjoy their company or who I was when I was with them. I just wanted to be around people. I wanted to keep my mind busy so I didn't have to think of other things. So it wasn't it wasn't that I wanted to be around people. It was just the means for another end. Um, you know, me doing this, a part of this was because a lot of people labeled me as an extrovert. When people saw me, they saw me as a socialite and, you know, someone who's always around people. So I understand why it was easy for people to think of me as so. And a part of me wanted to feed into that label that other people put on me. And as a disclaimer, it is not our responsibility to live up to the expectations that other people set for us. But um, at the time, because of my behaviors, I convinced others and myself that I always wanted to be around other people. I think around a certain point in my healing journey, I read that, you know, we need to learn how to enjoy the time to ourselves. And I thought to myself, wow, I I don't really spend a lot of time with myself. So from then on, I consciously made the effort to be alone. I would take myself out on coffee dates. I would go and explore places on my own. I would eat at restaurants on my own, you know, and I finally had the courage to do things on my own. I know that this can be a terrifying thing to do, especially when you're so used to doing things with other people all the time. I used to be scared of going to the movies by myself, but now I love doing that. 
But, you know, during this time with myself, I was able to clear the emotional clutter that had accumulated in my mind and heart. And I made the time to work on myself. And honestly, I think this was one of the most beneficial decisions I could have made for myself. And, you know, when I decided that, okay, I am ready to start opening myself up to more people again, I found that I wasn't as social as before. And, okay, wait. It's not that I wasn't social anymore. I just realized that, you know, I'm not an extrovert. I'm actually an introvert. And I found that I just had become a lot more selective of the people that I surround myself with and was not as tolerant of other pe- other people's, like, I guess, distasteful behaviors. So, like I said, before i was really tolerating people i didn't necessarily enjoy spending time with or how they made me feel i just wanted to be around people but now after spending time by myself and really learning to value that time i you know i'm really paying attention to how others make me feel and how i am around the people i choose to surround myself with because you know why would you want to surround yourself with people who make you feel shitty, you know, who irritate you, or who don't bring out the best version of yourself. When I noticed this change in my social capacity within myself, you know, I thought that there was something wrong with me. I thought that I was being too harsh when deciding not to spend time with people because I didn't want to. And, and honestly, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. I realized that In spending time alone, I had created a healthy boundary with myself. And when I decide not to go out when I really don't want to, you know, me making that decision is me respecting my boundary. Because if you can't respect your own boundaries, how are you ever going to expect other people to respect yours, you know? When you say no to going out, pay attention to the people who get upset. Because upon what grounds are they getting upset? If they try to pressure you to change your mind, that is them not respecting your boundary. So pay attention. Another thing to pay attention to is how people make you feel when you're around them and who you are when you're with them. Do they drain you? Do you like the person you are when you're with them? For example, like there are some people in my life that I know I can only handle with, I, I can only handle like being around them for like an hour max on a good day and with the latter question you know there are some people that really bring out a part of me that i don't like and contrastingly there are some people that bring out the really best in me they bring out the motivated part of me they bring out the most loving part of me they bring out the funniest part of me personally that's my roommate i think she i think she brings out the funniest parts in me you know right camille she gave me a thumbs up i I, i'll take that as a yes you know these people who bring out the best parts of yourself they're the people that you want in your life you know not the person who pressures you to go out not the person who makes you feel like shit for making a decision for yourself not the person who invalidates your feelings and most especially not the person who inhibits your growth i always say this but the longer you entertain what is not for you the longer you postpone what is so how long will you put your life on hold for someone else. I guess moving on from that point, you know, there's nothing wrong with being selective with your time and who you choose to surround yourself with. And honestly, even the people I love so so dearly, 
sometimes I have a limit for how much time I can spend with them. And, you know, you can love being around someone and after a few hours realize that you need to be alone again to recharge. It's not that they drain you, it's just that you understand yourself enough to know when you need to be alone. And most importantly, they also understand when you need to go. This mutual understanding is key. You know, recently in one of my philosophy classes, we, you know, we were studying Aristotle. We had discussed his section on friendship and he describes friendship as reciprocation, reciprocated goodwill. And in the way that I'm describing friendship or any type of connection you have, I see it as reciprocated understanding. And, you know, personally, quite honestly, there are only a very few selective people that I can genuinely spend all day with one of them is my girlfriend it's probably i don't even know who the other people are honestly i I, i'd have to sit down and think about it okay so everything that i've said thus far has been through my perspective someone who is an introvert and who extremely values my alone time and this may not be how you feel or you know you may be someone whose social battery runs for a really really long time you know you have like really long duration or you're an extrovert so you love being around people you know so like i'm just trying to emphasize that if you feel as though you didn't quite resonate to the stuff that i said that's okay you know of course this is my experience but i stand firmly by the fact that we can learn a lot about ourselves when we give ourselves the time and space to be alone and it's scary for sure because we are forced to confront our thoughts and issues we may be trying to avoid and trust me although this is a daunting task it's really essential for your growth you know and each person has a different capacity to socialize and i think it's really important for you to understand how you work how quickly your battery gets eaten up how you prefer to spend your time with others and yourself. And I think that understanding yourself is really the first step to better interact with those around you and in choosing who you interact with. You know, I said a lot during this episode, but I think the main takeaways might be to respect yourself enough to respect your boundaries, surround yourself with people who are good for you, and take steps to understand yourself and i will say this once and i will say it again the longer you entertain what is not for you the longer you postpone what is creating boundaries and making decisions for yourself is really difficult especially if you're someone who is used to acting for the sake of others one of my closest friends jade once told me never sacrifice your peace for the sake of another's You know, you always come first. When your gut is telling you that this person isn't good for you, trust it. When you feel like your social battery has run out and you need to leave, just go. It's not selfish for you to put yourself first, especially when it's your peace, your mental health, and your own well-being. Well, I hope that you liked this week's episode, and I hope that I gave you a lot of food for thought. And, you know, maybe I even gave you a lot of good journal prompts, too. Um, I hope that you tune in for next week's episode and I really hope that you guys take the time for yourself to really, you know, recharge and figure out what it is that you like to do on your own and how, how you center yourself, you know? Everyone has their own ways of centering themselves and de-stressing, but anyways, I don't really know how to close this up, but I do know that if Dion were here, she would say, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Much love. Dion and Michaela.